0: what inspired you to, to film this, this, to make, for to do this project, to, to follow, I mean, I know you guys were uh, childhood friends, um, and it sounded like in the beginning of the film that you've been thinking about wanting to make this documentary for quite some time, so tell me about that journey.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, like, like I say in the film, we've been friends for a long time, about 20 years, and uh basically the first time I met him, I knew he was a, movie of some kind. He's just such a strange person and he has such a unique and specific uh, worldview and the way he looks at his own depression and music and the world and everything is so um, unique to him. And uh, personally, that's like always what I'm looking for in a good doc is a unique subject that you could only find in this doc and you'd like never heard of before. So I kind of always just thought he would be an interesting um, but I didn't know if he would be like a, a worthy of a feature or short or what. Um, and so what ended up happening is after years of feeling like this could be potentially viable, he finally let us start filming and about a month into shooting him, he called and said that he was bleeding from the ear and didn't know why. And it sort of set us off on this other train than we originally, we originally thought we'd make sort of a more comprehensive biofilm that charted his career in life. And uh, when that happened, we kind of decided we could pivot and just focus on like what he was dealing with right then and there in the moment. Um, Yeah.
0: So I didn't think I realized watching it that, that like what you just said that you had already started the project, but, but the, the revelation of what he's dealing with, with the ear happened during filming so that was just completely like I know I mean
1: fortuitous for a doc we felt he's a good friend of mine so it was it was a scary moment and yeah um, you know my producer and I like really struggled with whether or not we would be exploitative in a way to continue and it was really getting his blessing that was the only reason we continued on with the project we would have canceled it right then and there and um, really the reason for that is just, we were so early into filming. We had started filming, but we'd only done one shoot and it was uh, during like one of the first uh, phone interviews that he told us this. So we were really at a crossroads, but um, yeah, he he felt like it would be um, beneficial to continue shooting and seeing where it went. And so it, it really um, was because LaRange allowed us to continue that we did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. which. Um you know, that's really, that's really brave in a lot of ways to make yourself vulnerable like that. I mean, already it feels like being filmed just day-to-day is a vulnerable experience, but then to go through something like that all on camera sounds, you know, very scary.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, work on, I'm a film editor in my day-to-day life and uh, this is my first time directing, but I get to work on a lot of documentaries and I always say like, I would never sign up for this. So I'm very grateful to him that he was willing to uh, um, be as open with us as he was. Cause I, uh, even me personally, I think it's a crazy thing to let someone make a documentary about you. you you'd have to um, really trust that person. I'm I'm really grateful that he, he trusted me.
0: Well, and um, it's, it's a, a really, you know, fantastic piece and it's, um, very engaging and draws you in pretty quickly. Um how long did did it take to to do the project? And how has it been, you know, since you've premiered it officially at, at slam dance and been up there this weekend?
1: Well, slam dance has been amazing. The premiere was so much fun. Um you know, we started trying to like bug him and uh, bug Larange and talk to him about this project about uh, in two thousand and fourteen. So it's been about eight years since we first like, even started pitching him a concept for this. Um, we got the first shot off in October of 2015, and it was around Christmas time that um, maybe Thanksgiving that he called and told us about his ear. Um, so it's been, a, it's been between, depending on how you look at it, eight, eight and seven years since we started the project. And um, you know, it's been such a labor of love that we've been living with for so long. So to see it, out there in the world uh, finally is is a complete joy that's a real thrill
0: and tell me how um you know since the filming you know since you started the project and now it's finished and you're at like we said it's out in the world but it's been like eight eight years or so um of a journey what is you know larange isn't here to to speak for himself so in whatever way you're comfortable like what is life for larange look like now um how how has the slam dance experience been for the two of you being friends and on this journey together and being bombarded with interviews like this.
1: Yeah, the, the interview thing is super weird. He's got way more experience with that than I do. As an editor, I'm rarely asked to talk about the work, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's like a, I, I think it'd be uncomfortable for any subject to watch a film about their life, especially, um, I know we've we know, we haven't touched on this, but he didn't see the film at all until Slamdance he waited until it was screened in public to watch it for the first time. So, you know, I think for all the reasons that I was just talking about why I wouldn't let someone make a film about me, I think it was daunting for him and and a, a truly strange experience, I'm sure. Um, but the audience had a really great reaction to it and we got some amazing questions of the Q&A and it just, we felt a lot of love in that room. Um, and I think that that probably helped him and at least helped him feel like, um, Yeah, like I think it's probably very difficult for him to judge the film on any merit. You know, he was there for every part of it, so any twist and turn he knew was coming, and um, you know he certainly knew where it was going to end. So, uh, but having said that, you know he's already said on social media and everything he's he's really happy with it and glad that it uh, focuses on some topics that are important to him and. Um, that I think can be are important to a lot of people and and folks can see themselves in him in this film I think that that's uh something that he can be really proud of
0: what are some of those topics that are important to to him and you that you were like hoping the audience members um kind of hone in on and take away with them and draw some inspiration from
1: yeah I mean the film really touches on mental health a lot um you know he's a, he's been clinically depressed from a, very very young age and medicated for that and um, you know I think it was important to one of the things that I I, obviously he's a very well-known musician and his music's incredible and um, certainly initially one of the goals of the film was to kind of tell his the history of his career Um, but for me the thing that more than anything drew me to this project was his views on his own mental health and mental health in general I think were very very unique and interesting I was always fascinated by them and He has this line in the film that, um, he feels like he's weak, but also incredibly strong. And he's strong because he's learned how to carry this weight so long. And I just, when he said that, I felt like that's really what the whole film is about. It's about this person who is fallible and, um, weak, like all of us, but also putting on a a strong front, like all of us. And, uh, the film would inevitably be about kind of trying to, um, see past his front or, or see why he, uh, puts on such a strong front. And, um, I think like adversity is to a degree universal. And one of the things that like, we got lucky with in this film was his, his, uh, ear troubles, the health concerns he was having sort of made the film a little more universal because I think a lot of people could put themselves in his shoes and feel like what it would be like if they're main passion in life was like existentially threatened in this way um in this way that's t- totally out of their control and that they just have to sort of learn to live with um and i think that there's a, a lot we can take from the way that he learned to live with it um and so i, I hope that people see themselves in the film in that way and and can maybe uh, learn a little bit from how larange deals with adversity
0: and you as the, um, director of the film, uh, what sort of, was there, what sort of inspirations did you, or have you drawn from Laurent throughout this process and throughout being there, not only as, you know, the director of the project, but as a friend with him on this journey, what kind? how have you been inspired, um, and in what ways?
1: that's a great question. Uh, And in so many ways, like uh, he is uh, he's a person that I really look up to and um, especially in how he chooses to live his life. Like he is so uh, dead set sure on what he wants to accomplish in his life. And he's just not going to let anyone or anything, including as a musician, potentially going deaf, stand in his way of of getting there. And um, I think his drive has always been incredibly inspiring to me. And then also his, I don't know how else to say it. He 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 uh he doesn't care what anybody thinks of him at all. He's so uh kind of above that in a way in his head. And um I think I I have a tendency to go the other way. I I truly care what people think of me. And I I look to a lot of people for notes on my work. And um one of the things I struggled with a lot on this film was what the film should be in the end. It was so amorphous and could go in so many directions. And so kind of tying in the themes I wanted to tie in was difficult and um, it it took, it went through a lot of stages and I think in the end what what I really um, landed on came from trying to be more like LaRange and just say this is the movie I wanted to make and I don't care what else people think I should have tried to accomplish with it or what else it should have done for him or um, even in a way like if I was being Kind to Larange in the film like I wanted to in the end just be honest and I think that that's something that he taught me more than anyone
0: I love that and uh, like you I tend to be to be always you know I do tend to care more than I would like to about what people think about the work that I'm creating or doing and just how decisions that we make. And, um, I would love to be more like Laurenge in that way as well. Um, so I, I love that you, that that, you know, resonated with you and spoke to you and that that was a message that you hoped to convey through the piece. Um, Definitely. so you mentioned that, you know, the, at, at the premiere that you had some really great, um, audience response and, and really great questions. Are there any that stood out to you that you, that you'd like to share just from that experience right after that you were like yes this this person really got it they really walked away with what i was hoping they would or anything
1: Ooh. well you put me on the spot i'm sorry i'm <laughs> blanking right right in this moment but i mean we we had some really you know we had folks crying in the audience which was just obviously you don't want people to cry but it was a great response especially from the end and i feel like uh potentially why they were crying wasn't because it was sad, but because you watch him go through a real journey and kind of come out the other side in a really different place. That's something I'm really proud of with the film. Um, and so like, in terms of the response, I, I'm really proud that it feels like people are are um, enjoying seeing him lift himself out of his circumstances in a way. And he's in a really different place in life right now. So I'm, I'm glad that people are moved by watching someone in a way overcome adversity. It's not a, it's not intended to depress, you know, it's, it is an uplifting film. So I'm really glad that people are are uh, coming away with it feeling positive because that's definitely how we wanted them to feel.
0: Great, and what's next for you? I mean, you mentioned that this was your first uh, film that you directed, how was that experience? And, you know, again, congratulations premiering at Slam Dance is, is a big deal. So um, what's next?
1: Well, thank you so much for saying that. Uh, it is a huge deal. It's so exciting. And uh, it's like a dream outcome from this project that we've just been working on, on in our bedrooms for seven years and never knowing if anyone would see it. So um, no, for me, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a film editor my day to day. And so I'm uh, I, I'm signed up next to do a feature doc for Netflix on a, a true crime doc. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because I am extremely passionate about film editing. It's what I've always wanted to do with my life. and. Um, I kind of made this doc just because I felt like uh, it needed to be made and someone would make it if I didn't. So it might as well be me. I felt like closer to um, potentially LaRange than another documentarian could be. Um, But I'm really excited to go back to editing, which is my my love. And I hope that this film will help, uh, you know, get my name out there and attract more directors and clients on my way for that.
0: That's excellent. And uh, again, I know you can't necessarily speak for Larange, but it, it, any updates that you can share on um, h- where he's at with his musical career right now or any, any upcoming music releases or anything that we should be aware of to make sure that we can mention?
1: Yeah, well, he so he just came out with a new album called Marlowe 3. Um, he's in a a group kind of like Run the Jewels with one rapper and him um, called Marlowe, and they've released three albums that are really critically acclaimed. The newest album is like the soundtrack to Harmony Corinne's new 7-Eleven and Gatorade campaigns and um they just got off a big European tour they were touring through Europe and uh so check out Marlo 3 it's great but I know he's I don't want to speak for him but he's he's really uh found ways to continue making music even being deaf in one ear and he's he's um overcome a lot of you know the issues that he was dealing with in the film in terms of his mental health he's in a much better place and um, I think probably meeting his future wife uh, is a part of that, and you know, growing up in a lot of ways through the filming of the the filming of the documentary.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it, and um, I look forward to finishing the film as soon as we end the call.
1: <laughs> so much. It was really nice to talk to you.
0: Yes, you as well. And enjoy the rest of your uh, slam dance experience. Thank you so much.